Welcome back to Mom's Podcast. I am so excited for this episode. This episode is a live coaching call with Kat. She is a member of the Mom's Podcast community on Facebook, and we've been connected on Instagram for a while now. And I posted a giveaway inside of my Facebook group. And if you entered in the giveaway, you won a one-on-one podcast strategy session with me. And side note, if you have not yet joined the Mom's Podcast Facebook group community, I highly recommend you do so. I do giveaways often, and it's all about community, network, and connection inside of that group. And you can share your podcast and get other guests for your podcast. There is no community like this, and I'm super excited about what is to come in the Facebook group. So go to my show notes and click to join the Facebook group. But this live coaching call was so powerful with Kat that I had to get her permission to air this episode. I didn't have any plans on airing this episode on the date that this episode is going live, but I just felt really, really called to publish this episode. And we dive into a lot of stuff. She asks so many great questions. I even told her that I'm literally giving her all my tips and tricks, but I am airing this episode because it is so powerful. I know that you're going to love it. And so Kat is a mom and a social media manager turned mentor, helping both of her monthly clients and her one-on-one clients with content that helps them show up across social media platforms while preserving their voice. She loves everything about repurposing content. This episode is so good. Please enjoy this live coaching call. And if you listen close enough, you will actually hear the changes that are coming up in my business and on this podcast. And I am so excited to talk about that even further in another episode. But enjoy this live coaching call. Let's get to the episode. Hey mama, are you wanting to start or grow your podcast? Are you a busy mom running an online business and you enjoy small, actionable, bite-sized tips? Do you dream of having a business that flocks your ideal clients to you? If you answered yes, let's reconnect you with your why and take action with your dreams and give you the clarity that you crave. I'm on a mission to help you grow your online business through the power of podcasting. Each week, we'll dive into topics to help you feel more confident behind the mic and the tips, tricks, and tools that you need to help you grow your online business. I'm Pamela Krista, a blogger and website designer turned podcast manager and strategist, but I'm also a Jesus lover, a wife, and a mama to five. So friend, I know how valuable your time is. I promise you'll only get the good stuff here. This is Moms Who Podcast. Let's dig in. Okay, so tell me all the things. I know you don't have a podcast right now. No. Yeah, so I want to hear like your thoughts, your your plans, your visions, because I want to help you make this happen. <laughs> so I've been toying with the idea of a podcast for probably at least a year. Yeah. Uh, but I would say my mother-in-law, it started with my mother-in-law and she was all like, she wanted to do like a podcast. She's very into the cryptids and like some conspiracy stuff. Yeah. So she introduced things like that. And then I'm like, I want to do one like about business. And so it started from that. And then I think we connected originally probably back in like winter time. And like yeah. I was watching you with, or like actually before then, because I remember when you launched your one podcast, like your second one. So that was in the fall, right? That yeah no that was my first one. Oh, that was your first one. Okay, see, yeah. I can't even track because you're like podcast queen. 
I'm <laughs> no so and then I was like okay that's something like I've always wanted to do because I love to chat with people I love yeah. like when people want to listen to things I have to say I, I love to chat I love talking and if I'm passionate about something I could talk about it like all day right right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it comes from that and it comes from the fact that I want to be able to provide value that people can actually like listen to on their own time it's a lot different than being able to like okay I'm gonna go live on Instagram well I can't even fast forward or pause and come back and an hour yeah, right and like those pieces of it and being able to have a resource for people i'm chatting with and then also just being able to like you know you feel kind of like fangirly about yourself you're like i have a podcast you know and just that piece of it like i know i have friends i've done like ones for fun that type of thing and i just i'm like i want somewhere i can just chat a new for 20 minutes straight and no one like interrupt me <laughs> exactly. And I never even thought about that before, but just the fact that you just are talking and nobody's interrupting you is gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's totally- with the dream. And I want to be able to get on my little soapbox of what I feel like I'm the expert in and the yeah. stuff that I'm telling people in the DMs, I, stuff I'm telling my friends, stuff I'm telling like my like biz besties, hey, this is how you do this, or this is my advice when it comes to this. And that piece of it and being able to kind of bring my own unique spin to how I like approach social media, which I feel like not that it's like different than everyone else, but it's not what you see all of the, like the big, like people with 30,000 followers. It's not what they're saying. It's catering to like the small time business owner, not someone that's just trying to go make it kind of, well, it's okay. It's good enough. You know, like making impactful content, making impactful social media plan that doesn't take up like all of your time. Yeah, exactly. And the other piece of that too is what is so cool. I mean, just about us humans in general is we're all different, right? So how you approach social media, like you could do the same thing as somebody else, which there are plenty of people who do that, but the way that you teach it and the way that you do it is different than somebody else. And that's what already automatically sets you apart from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And then if you add that into what you just said about just loving to talk, and not being interrupted. And I, <laughs> I have to record like when my kids are not here. Like I'm struggling yeah. this summer, like big time, because I always record in the mornings. Like my husband's at work, mm-hmm. my kids are gone, and it's just like prime time. Nobody's here knocking on You're my door. Fresh too. Nobody like the end of the day. Yeah. And so literally my only time to record is like now when it's like 10, 11, 12 oh o'clock again. Yeah, it's crazy to say the least. But I make it work. And you can make it work, you know. So And I just think that's so cool about podcasting is that it can really just be whatever you want. There's no rules with podcasting. There's strategy. Yes. 100%. -hmm. But, you know, it's just being you. And I love that. That's why I love podcasting. And then also too. So because obviously I'm a mom of five. So like my brain just goes blank a lot of times. So if I'm on lives, I look dumb as heck. I'm like, oh, right. (laughs) I remember one time I was on live totally forgot what I was saying. And I totally acted like somebody was at the door. Nobody was at the door. Yeah. I was like, oh, I thought somebody was at the door. And then, and then as I was like at, pretending that somebody was at the door, I remembered what I was saying. But the cool thing about podcasting is that you can edit all that stuff out. So nobody yes. hears all the idiotic stuff you say. It's just like the clean cut yes. like version of it. So yeah. And that's like the big piece, I think. And just being able to, because some of the, like, I love doing lives on Instagram because I don't have to go and like edit that after the fact. I mean, like, I, yeah. I have something I want to say, I want to say it longer than a story. I want someone to tune in. But at right. the same time, like, I know no one's going to go back and listen to it because you can't fast forward. You can't 
pause it and come back in a half hour. Like when you've got that mantra and like that time when you have five minutes as a mom and just being able to like, like go into the zone, have, say what I want to say, bring it around. And then also not having those distractions of someone being like, oh, I love this. Like when they're popping on your live and you're like, that's not related to what I'm talking about. Stop. Right. I know. Lives can be, they're so powerful for sure. They're so powerful. Yeah. And the cool thing about podcasting is like, there's no, people are going to find your content years from now. Yeah. And it's it's okay, you know, because you're always going to be evolving, but you know, somebody might go to your first episode and it's always going to live there. Whether as social media, you know, stories are only for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, your feed posts only last for so long, but yes, people still find that content, but it's like your long form content that's yes. going to be on there. So it's so powerful. Yes. So let's talk about, are you, do you have any immediate plans to launch or like what, that's, that's what is stopping you from starting this thing and getting mm-hmm. this thing going? Yeah. I've been trying to figure out what my pivoting of my business yeah. looks like and just struggling with some, I'm balancing a million things. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> as a mom, it's like you cannot yeah. stop and you're taking care of everyone else and all yeah. that. And then your business on top of it and then your client's right. business. Yeah. Um, so that's been the big piece is that if, as I'm trying to pivot, I'm like, I need to make a decision. Is that I'm working on like this passion piece of mine, like pivoting my business? Am I working on adding like a new, like fun passion piece that's right now just going to take up a little too much time possibly without kind of having the time to also pivot at the same time. So that's part of it has just been the time constraints. I just, I'm in the process of launching two new offers. They both go live tomorrow. And yeah, it's super exciting. I came off of, I did like a 10 day content challenge at the beginning of the month. Ah. And so everything gearing up over the last like month and a half, two months has been gearing towards this pivot in my business. I literally I'm hitting publish tomorrow, right, on my new links and stuff. And I'm like, that's going to be done. And now I'm going to have a new space in my life type of thing. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's it's something I want to do, but it's just I don't know where to start is a lot yeah. of it. Yeah. And I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, there's a few things here that I want to unpack. So first of all, let's talk about pivots because literally yes. I'm going through a pivot right now. So, and this is the thing that I have to still tell myself every time I think about this is as humans, as moms, person, people, humans, I think I said humans already, business <laughs> owners, we are always evolving into yes. the next version of ourselves. So when I first started my business, and I'm going to try to keep this as short as I can, I started as a VA helping other moms with their blogs. So I would go into WordPress, I'd make their theme pretty, get them all set up so that they could go in and blog. That's what I did. Then I found Show It. And then I was like, this is amazing. I found my thing. I'm a web designer. I did that for six months until I thought about podcasting. And then I was like, I want to set a podcast. I want to reach people. I want to I want to educate who I once was, which was a VA. And I want to help her get a website. So that was my next pivot into Show It. And then I launched my podcast in October and then it was game over. I was like, I'm doing a 180. I love web design, but there was a few pieces of web design that I really, I haven't really talked about publicly, which I mean, it's not really a big deal, but I don't feel like I'm a good web designer. And it was self-doubt, self-comparison, to be honest. And so it was just really hard. And the web designer community is amazing. I mean, I had a great or still have a web design mentor that I look up to and ask her for questions all the time. But I just felt I didn't, it didn't fit me that space. Mm -hmm. So once I launched my podcast, 
I literally knew that I wanted to do that. So pivoted my services. And then I was like, immediately, I want to help moms do this. So then that's when Monster Podcast is born. And then I had a decision to make. I was like, okay, I literally just launched this podcast, but now I have Monster Podcast. Is it going to be two podcasts? Is it going to be one? So long story short, which I think you know this, but I ended that podcast Mm -hmm. that I launched in the fall. I ended that one. So then I launched Mom's Soup Podcast in January Mm -hmm. and I was focused on moms who want to start a podcast like you. You want to start one. Mm -hmm. You're not sure where to start. That's totally me. I can help you. Right. But now I'm in this new pivot in my business, which I haven't even announced this, but (laughs) I'm shifting more towards moms who already have a podcast, but I'm okay. not leaving. I'm not leaving the moms who, who uh-huh. still want to start one. That service is never going to leave my website. I'm always mm-hmm. going to be here to help a mom start a podcast, but I'm, you know, pivoting in my services a little bit. And so with that, I'm pivoting my podcast and my podcast is going to be more so geared to that busy mom too, because for whatever reason, I lost sight of that somehow of like actually helping that busy mom. And so I'm like bringing that back around. And so long story short, like we're always pivoting. And so it really just comes down to what you know that your offers are not because your offers are always going to change. So I don't necessarily mean your offers, but as long as your audience is like still similar mm-hmm. for you to like, you know, pivot and change and stuff. So like pivoting is totally normal. And mm-hmm. it the biggest thing is just thinking about your audience and then just building off of that. And then you're just going to evolve. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And then the other piece of that too is not knowing where to start. So have you done research yet? Or it's like one of those why things, have like you- it, just, it keeps going over there in yeah. this whole side basket. Yeah. I'm not, and it goes back to always like with everything in a sunlight space. Okay. If I go to Google, I'm going to fall down this rabbit hole of oh, yeah. 30 different versions of how to do this, 30 different stories of how to do this. And none of them might be what I'm actually looking for type of thing. Right. And so that's part of it, like from the like standpoint of, okay, what do I need to do? What type of, like, what type of steps do I need to take? And then like, how do you start planning for that, that type of thing? Yeah. So when you are planning your podcast, the first thing I would think about, like before, like, yes, think about a name. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Think about like, what would your podcast be? Yeah. My, my biggest tip about naming your podcast is just saying it out loud because you're going to say, welcome back to yeah. the podcast. So just getting really comfortable with it. And then also there's a whole strategy with that as well, because there's so many podcasts out there and some of them are literally named the same thing. So you just have to be careful. And when you name your podcast, you want to be sure that when you tell somebody verbally what your podcast is, they can mm-hmm. go to the app and search for you. And then, oh, that's her right there. Like, yeah, just pop right up. And then of course, you know, having a keyboard in there of some sorts. So for you, I mean, I don't know, would your podcast be about like social media, mom, yeah. like that type of a deal? Not social media, whether it's tips, like simple, like advice and stuff like that. And going into some of the things like people like or use all these big terms all the time and like newer VAs and newer social media managers are like completely, you know, lost. And so focusing on like that type of audience, but definitely like around social media, around like using like pop culture moments to bring out content and creating relatable content through authenticity. So really just honing in on that, like what makes you special? You can still stand out as like a social media manager or VA doing social media just because you don't fit the typical mold and just like really honing in on that piece. So like the tips, the authenticity and showing you don't have to do it the typical way. 
I love that. I feel like I just had a name come to me just now, even as you were talking. Oh, yeah. So for you, for you, I feel like social media is a great keyword. And then I mean authentic. Welcome to the authentic social media podcast or something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> I love that. And I, yeah, I mean, that sounds so amazing to me. Um, mm-hmm. And and it could be literally whatever you want it to be. And the thing of it is, we can get so wrapped up in what could be, what's going to be, what is mm-hmm. this, what is that like down the line. But really, we should be focusing on who we are right now. So who are you right now? Who are you helping now? And mm-hmm. create content about that. And as you pivot and change, create content about that and let people know, hey, this is what's going on. What I'm going to do with my podcast is I'm literally going to be re- releasing an episode about my pivot. And hey, I'm still here to help you if you want to start a podcast, but this podcast is shifting just a little bit. Yeah. And it's nothing is changing for them, but I feel like for me, it is just a little bit just because I have a lot going on, girl. New website, branding, it's like (laughs) a whole thing. But just, you know, taking them along on the ride. So who are you now? And I think the quickest way to get started would be polling your audience. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. What do you want to hear about? Question box and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're going to tell you, especially, you know, I know you're soaking with engagement. So I know they're going to tell you mm-hmm. what they want to hear about. And then if you have some topics that you feel like you might want to talk about, you can do a poll in that way. So what should my first three episodes be about this, this, or this? Or, you know, maybe do one episode at a time. What should episode number one be about? Give three different choices. The one that gets mm-hmm. the most votes, that's going to be episode number one. Or yep. technically number two, because... My strategy for your first episode is just really an introduction to who you are in this moment, how mm-hmm. you got to where you are, why you decided to start a podcast and what to expect on the podcast. And then going forward, so your technical official episode one, aka episode two, would be whatever the highest votes were on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Same thing with episode three. And then just building on that, building on who you are, who you're serving right now. And as you change and as you pivot, I mean, as long as you don't go from social media to fitness, then you don't have to change anything. It's going to stay the same. You know what I mean? Unless Mm -hmm. there's like a huge pivot. I mean, web design to podcasting, it's similar, but it was different enough for me to start another podcast because it made sense to me. So, and that's just a whole thing. I mean, figuring out like your pivot, figuring out if it still fits under the umbrella, but if you're still serving a version of that person, then you're fine. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. So, and for me, my other podcast was serving brand new BAs. Like they either just started or they are like under a year. So like they really just need help with any and all tips online, basically. Yeah. And then now I'm kind of in a different space. Even even moms who want to start a podcast, they've been in their business for a little bit. They're maybe mm-hmm. not so seasoned, but they're They've been around the block a little bit and they're just ready to, like you, take their content and their business to the next level and start a podcast. Mm -hmm. So that's not changing for me. But what is changing is kind of how I approach the type of people that I want in my circle, which is busy moms who either have a podcast or they want to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, it's so frustrating when you come into this online space and you see the way that you're supposed to do social media and the way that yeah. they want you to show up. And literally, this is me half put together today, but look oh, yeah. how I want to show up in my stories every day. And I didn't feel like I could for the longest time. And right. being able to like show up authentically and be like, no, girl, I'm like a messy mom. This is my life. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Well, and yeah. Huge. And you know what I tell my kids too? 
is, you know, when kids, kids are kids, kids are so mean. Yeah. They can be mean. They can't, they're not all mean. But I, <laughs> I tell my kids, you know, we shouldn't have to lie about who we are, what we have, what we can mm-hmm. do. Um, you know, if like my 14 year old, she doesn't have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. She's like the only kid probably who's 14 years old and doesn't have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Now she's got an Apple iWatch, right? Mm-hmm. But if somebody's going to judge her for not having a phone, then are they really her friends in the first place? Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have to kind of approach our business the same way. And we all go through our own stuff. Trust me. These mm-hmm. thoughts, they come, they go, they cycle. But, you know, if if you're showing up as you, then you're literally attracting people who are okay with that. They mm-hmm. don't care that you're not fully put on with makeup or yeah, that your kids are climbing all over you. Like they, <laughs> that's relatable to them. Yes. And it's going to repel those people who don't, who are thinking differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So no, for sure. I just think that's, I just think that's so important. So, so important. And just, yeah, it takes a lot because it, it's just that everyone suffers from that imposter syndrome when you're first in the online space. And you think about the mean girls in high school, they're like, then you're like, either what are they going to say type of thing? You come into that piece of it. And that took me a little bit of time to get over that. I was like, ah, like I'm going to just block anyone that's going to come follow me here. Okay, boom. Bye. See ya. Right. Yeah. And it, it takes a while to understand that. Yeah. It's definitely not something that happens quick. No. So what I'm going to do, I'm actually taking notes, which I don't know if I told you that. And so I'm going to give you all these notes so that you have it so that you okay. can like take some actionable steps after this. Okay. So what other words do you think would be good for a title? So I'm just going to jot some down. So what um, other keywords do you normally use? Content. Content. That's a good one. Content. I love the word repurposing when it comes to content because no one does it enough. <laughs> I know. I'm so huge on that. Like I, I'm not to a place where it's totally streamlined, but no. creating a podcast episode and then creating content out of that for everything mm-hmm. else is like gold. And then also too, for you as well, you've posted so much content on Instagram. You can literally take the content that you've already done and turn that into a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you should be set on, on topics. So we're not even going to go there because I know <laughs> you have a bunch of topics. And then, so is there anything specifically before I start diving into other stuff that you wanted to touch on as far as, you know, we talked about like the name of your podcast. Mm-hmm. So like hosting or is there any other questions that you yeah. have? I know it's like to get started, but before yeah, I so start like, diving into other stuff. Like what, like where you start like program wise, like what's the best to like record in? That's also not going to be like a paid version of something that's like super expensive or something that's not like the obviously not cheap, but you know what I mean? But having those cheaper or freer options, since this would be like a little passion piece for a bit type of thing. And then so you record it, obviously. Like one of my one of my clients, she literally records hers in Zoom and then uploads it to her like podcast people and then they yeah. do something with it. But then kind of like, how do you actually I don't know if this is the dumbest question ever, but okay, <laughs> you record your podcast. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. So where does okay. it go? Where do you put it? I had I mean, I had we all start somewhere, right? So that's yep. the same question. So are you on a Mac or a PC? Let's start there. PC. Okay. So Audacity is a great free program. That is what I recommend that you're recording. It's totally free. And I have my thoughts about free stuff versus paid stuff. Hmm. Really, you get what you pay for, right? But honestly, Audacity is a great like free tool. Like it it does its job. It's really good. 
So you can download that. So I will make sure that you get the link for that. Okay. So yeah, totally free. You would just download it on your computer. And then obviously there's like settings that you would do and how, you know, editing Mm -hmm. in a certain way, but basically you just hit record. And then you, there's, like I said, there's other pieces to editing, but you record it and then you basically cut out what you don't want. Mm -hmm. And you're going to pick your podcast music, which, and this is the thing, because we talked about this before, there's no rules in podcasting. So some people have intros with music, Mm -hmm. like normal. And then some people have like just little jingles and then it just goes into the episode. So there's so many ways you can do this, but I personally love intros. And especially if you had banging intro music, I love my intro music. Um, Mm -hmm. Every time I'm like jamming to it. Yes, I love it. So picking your intro music and then you, you know, record, you know, your intro, your outro and your trailer. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people get these confused. So if you need me to break them down, I will. But basically your trailer is just like a movie trailer. What Mm -hmm. you would expect with the movie trailer, a general overview of what it's about without giving everything away Mm -hmm. in essentially one to two minutes. Mm -hmm. That's going to live on your podcast and people are going to, like I said, you're going to get those people when you're a hundred episodes in, you're going to scroll all the way to the bottom. Now, Mm -hmm. some will just pick up right around episode a hundred and just kind of go from there and be new listeners from that point. Some will go all the way to the beginning and then your intro will still be there. So as you pivot, I do recommend updating your trailer just because it's Mm -hmm. always going to be there. But yeah, so you'll record your trailer, your intro, your outro. Your intro and your outro are basically, this is who you are. This is the podcast. This is what it's about. Mm -hmm. And then some fun, relatable things for you. Well, for your audience, but from you. And in our intro and our outro, we never sell anything like an offer because it's always going to change. So you would literally have to be updating your intro and outro all the time yeah it's supposed to serve you for a while there will be times where you might want to update your intro and outro and that's fine but yeah so you record that and then basically you string it all together in an episode inside of audacity Mm -hmm. Um, and then that's when your podcast host comes into play and then you you put it in your podcast host and then it distributes out to all the platforms gotcha would i be able to so like for example like i use like Descript for some like transcribing stuff for my own clients and stuff. Would I be able to use something like that? Because I know you can do recording in there. As oh well. yeah. So do so. I am the paid version for that. Oh, then you're gold. Okay. So I always I always start with free because I know where where yeah. like I was at and where I am currently at. Yeah. I'm always like free, free, free. But a hundred percent. Don't even. Okay. Delete. You don't even need Audacity. I'm just going to delete this. Um. Okay. I will say though, Audacity is really good for in for mixing the intro. Okay. Because it's hard to do a script. It's not impossible, but it, it takes a long mm-hmm. time. But yes, no, 100%. I, okay. I personally record and edit every single episode in script, and it's very oh, Okay, that's good to know yeah. because I have it for a couple. I have two clients that I do a lot of their transcript and like guides and stuff from their work classes and stuff like that in workshops. So, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. that And that's what I use. I use, I actually use three different tools, but that's because of what I do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I first started, Descript was all I needed. It okay. Was yep. That's good to know. Okay. And then you said Audacity is good though for just like mixing sometimes, like for the intro. Yeah. yeah. If you, yeah. So, I mean, it really, if you, if you're going to do it yourself, yeah, I recommend downloading that and okay. doing it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And then as far as podcast host goes, I mean, there's free. So there's, it used to be called Anchor, but now it's Spotify for podcasters. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but my favorite host is Captivate. I love okay. that so much. And it's for so many different reasons. First of all, I have a live chat, which that's the only one so far that I don't think Podbean or Buzzsprout has live support. I could be wrong about Buzzsprout. Though. I'm not really sure. But I know they have email support. And I will say that Podbean and Buzzsprout have r- amazing email support. I can email them right now. And I guarantee they'll email back in two minutes. They're just good. They're really good. But Captivate has a live chat feature, which is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, they have dynamic ads. So if something is going live, like your offers are tomorrow, you can literally go to your episodes and go to bulk ads or whatever it's called, bulk something. And you can just select all and mm-hmm. then you can put an ad right before your episode. So you don't even have to do it inside of your actual episode. Mm-hmm. You can just do it in Captivate. And then when you're done with that offer, you can go right back in there and you can select all and then you can take it off. Gotcha. It. So. Okay. It's really, really awesome. And yeah. And as far as like episode topics, really just, well, like I said, you're probably good on that, but revisiting what you already have and mm-hmm. then only your audience is, I'm going to jot that down too. Is there any other like roadblocks you're facing? So then when it comes to the actual like podcast episodes and stuff, what do you suggest for like length and everything? Like I was thinking like 15 to 20 minutes to start type of. Yeah. I mean, the, that's a perfect time frame. It really depends on, I mean, multiple things. So first of all, think about yourself. So do you like listening to hour-long podcasts or 45-minute no. podcasts? Right. <laughs> so serve that person and do what you know that, I mean, and that probably isn't, I think it's a good strategy because I'm a busy mom. I don't have time to listen to hour episodes. No. But there are some moms who probably will pause. I mean, I do pause sometimes. I pause I and do. I'll come back. But yeah, right. Exactly. And then I'm like, but, oh, I, yeah. need I need to restart it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I do that with TV shows. I'm like, well, actually, because I'm so busy now, I always just pause and come back. But generally, I would like just restart it all. But I will pause a podcast if I need to. But 15 minutes to 30 minutes is a really sweet spot for moms mm-hmm. uh, or like just female business owners in general. Yeah. And as far as like frequency goes, since we're mm-hmm. talking about length, I definitely recommend at least once a week publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can really set yourself up before you launch your podcast if you batch your content. Yeah. So plan out your episodes. And I wouldn't do what I did. So what I did, I recorded 10 episodes and I thought, oh, this is so great. I got 10 done. I only used four or five of those episodes mm-hmm. and I didn't air the rest. But they're still there if you need them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can be batched out because that's yeah when you're like busy so you don't mm-hmm. ha- i mean things happen you know kids get sick you get sick you know maybe you just don't have time so batch mm-hmm. recording especially before you launch and i would say too even if it's only one or two episodes at least you can breathe easy knowing okay you launch your podcast but you already have your next two weeks done and recorded mm-hmm. so then you just edit those bad boys and then schedule them and just keep on trying to you know stay at that level at least maybe be a two episodes ahead at least mm-hmm. yeah and then so for example like from so say you're doing like a 15 20 minute episode right what what do you can cons- like what would you consider is probably like the editing time on something like that obviously at least 15 20 minutes right you know you know what i this is a hard question because i literally had a call with somebody today who told me that her episodes are about 15 minutes long and she says that it takes her over an hour to edit. Okay. And I'm, yikes. <laughs> For, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm so 
I'm not trying to say I'm the best at what I do. Yeah. But you're also used to it. I don't, I mean, it's probably because this is literally what I do, but yeah, generally speaking, if an episode is 15 minutes, I'm editing it in 15 minutes. Okay. But I mean, when I first started though, it wasn't like that, but then I, I gradually, Mm -hmm. like I said, I keep doing this all the time. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, I do do some basic editing and stuff for, like I said, some of my clients, like on workshops and things like that, where it's like, at least removing like the filler words, taking out some of the weird awkwardness, like every once in a while. So, and it's probably like time and a half, I would say like whatever the length is and then plus half. Exactly. Like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's accurate. Okay. For sure. Okay. Yep. And then what do you recommend for season, like not season, episodes like per season? And do you recommend like a season being kind of like about the same type of stuff or? Yeah. So for me, like my podcast is my business. So I'm never going to do seasons. Like my podcast is just always going to be weekly. I don't have any plans to ever do seasons. Okay. However, you could, those could look so many different ways. You can do a season on repurposing, a season on this, a season on that. But I do feel like that could limit you also because as you pivot and grow, like you might want to start talking about other things. But I'm not a fan of seasons personally. But I mean, you can literally do, you can literally, you don't even have to name the name the season. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like that. It could just be like your regular podcast. And then when you want to stop for a little bit, then that's just the end of season one. And then okay. you just pick up in season two. Okay. So it it could be as, easy or as complicated and in-depth as you want it to be. You know what I mean? So me personally, I don't like seasons, but I mean, that's me and my podcast. So yeah, I mean, it could literally be, I'm going to stop at episode. I'm just going to stop and then I'm going to come back for season two on this date, stuff like that. Gotcha. Yep. Like what type of like prep work do you recommend before launching into like, you're like, okay, I'm ready to start thinking about launching my podcast. What does that prep work look like? Yeah. So the prep work is knowing what your three episodes are going to be about because I recommend launching with at least three episodes. And I literally on Monday, I released an episode just about that. So I explained why literally long story short is it's bingeable content. So you want to give them something to not only that they're like looking forward to and that they could binge. But also mm-hmm. it's going to give them a really good idea of do they want to follow your podcast? And also they can leave you a more in-depth review if they have three episodes to base it on versus just a trailer in one episode. Not it. So that's the short version of that. And as far as like the prep work, so you need to know, obviously you have to plan out your episodes and then you also have to plan out social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a whole strategy like in my blueprint of a social media plan for two weeks that goes over a launch team and the social media like prep work involved like before that to really hype your audience up and just get them ready for your podcast. Okay. Yeah. And that basically just entails posting about it and making sure that they know about it and emailing your launch team, which I talk about a launch team too. And a launch team, a lot of people get a launch team, not confused, but they're always like, what goes into that? So there's really multiple reasons for a launch team. And number one is to get in them on your email list. So I don't know if you have an email list. You do it, right? I just started one, yeah. Good. Yeah. So the goal is to capture emails. 
So you're capturing emails and then you're also getting them interested in your podcast. And so what's going to happen is you're like, hey, I'm going to launch a podcast, be a part of the launch team. And then when I launch a podcast, um, you're going to be entered in to win a giveaway if you do a certain thing. Now, the giveaway can look so many different ways. You can do a free service, like a free strategy call. Mm-hmm. You can do a gift card, Amazon, Starbucks, whatever you want. It could be anything. But I do recommend something to incentivize, incentive, give an incentive mm-hmm. for them to do the thing, which I'm going to talk about in a second. So they give you their email. Mm-hmm. They are on your launch team. And you send a few emails in between then to prepare. And then on your launch day, you send out email. It's time. My podcast is here. Go listen to it. If you leave me a review and if you screenshot it and send it back to me, you're going to be entered into win this. Mm-hmm. If you post on Instagram and tag me, you will be entered to win this. Mm-hmm. If you do both, you'll get two entries or however you want to do it. Yep. But the goal is to incentivize them so that they leave you a review and that they're sharing your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and you don't need a, a huge, I mean, if you even have five to 10 people on your list, I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's the strategy behind a launch team. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And also too, that's totally optional. That's just a strategy that I teach because it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of my clients didn't want to do them and that's fine. You don't have to. You don't even have, you can even do a launch team without doing a giveaway. Yeah. You don't have to do it at all. It's literally whatever you want it to be. Okay. Yep. I like that. And I always like to tell people too, the reason why reviews are pushed so hard, especially in the beginning, is because it does help in some type of I don't know how, but it does help Apple know about your podcast and show it to whoever. But when we think about reviews, for me personally, if I go look at a podcast and they have 98 episodes and I'm looking at the reviews and they only have three, I'm like, they're 98 episodes in. And I'm like, "Eh." it's not that I, it's not that I won't listen Mm -hmm. because if, if I, you know, if I'm looking at their name and the cover art and the titles, if those all align with me, I'm listening. I'm fine with it. So, I mean, it doesn't, it's not a deal breaker for me to listen to a show, Yeah. but I mean, it does build credibility and authority in what you're doing a hundred percent. So always I'm, I'm actually, I am doing a giveaway on Monday, but it's because I'm doing a, a survey because I'm like, why am I not doing a giveaway for reviews? But I always do a giveaway for reviews. Leave me a review, which by the way, I don't know if you caught this. I actually read your review on my podcast. Mm-hmm. It was either Monday's episode that just came out. I think the one that I was talking about launching with three episodes. I think I read your review at the end of my episode. Oh, yeah. So thank you for your review. That was so sweet. But reviews are like so helpful. They build your credibility. You can read them on your show and just say, I literally read every single review. And so I would love to read yours on the air. Hmm. I, I push reviews all the time. And it should be something that's in your strategy, your, like your business plan, like consistently so that you're not, you. and that's the thing too, is, you know, you see some reviews, but the most recent one was a year ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Incentivize them to leave you a review. Gotcha. So yeah. You're asking some great questions. I love it. <sighs> I probably shouldn't even air this whole episode because I'm like literally giving you all my secrets. <laughs> well, did anything else come up for you? I know this is probably like a loaded question, but when 
So say you want to launch a podcast and stuff. Do you think there's like a certain point you have to be in your business, established, successful wise to start a podcast? I've worked like with a coach in the past and stuff. And that was like her dream was to like have her podcast, right? And she's like, oh, you can't have things. I talked to, we talked a little bit about like doing a blog at one point. And it was like, you have to be like established more before you bring something like that because it's going to take up more time and it's not like a money-making piece of your business. So I don't know if that's even like the question, but do you think that there's like a wrong time to start a podcast in your business? My short answer, and I'll, I'll tell you my long answer as well, but my short answer is no, because if you are selling something mm-hmm. and if what you're selling is helping the person that you once were, mm-hmm. then you are a step ahead of somebody. Okay. So you have an online business, mm-hmm. I'm just using you as an example, and you're helping other people with social media. So There's no, I think at the point, so like for a brand new person in business, yeah, would not recommend. No. Unless it's like for a hobby. That's totally fine. That's totally different. But if you have a business and you're selling something, like you got to this point somehow and you have most likely a lot to say about this product or service Mm -hmm. or about the people that you want to work with even. Mm -hmm. And that right there is content in itself. The people that you want to work with you can help solve a problem. That's what a podcast does. And that's what I had to go back to my podcast when I was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. is, and I probably did start mine too early, to be honest, but it was fine. I was still helping somebody. So it was fine. Right. But now that I'm grown from now that I have grown from that, I still have to repivot my podcast because I lost track of that busy mom. So now the the pain point that I solve in this Mm -hmm. moment in time is helping a busy mom with her business. And she's doing that somehow through podcasting. Okay. So every single episode on my podcast is going to hit that pain point. Yeah. Of being a busy mom. Of having a podcast. That's mm-hmm. it. And it it's, it's, we overcomplicate things so much. But if you have a, a pain point that you're solving, as long as your podcast episodes hit that, and even if they don't, it's okay. Nobody's huh. going to judge you for it. And you're still going to have people who listen. Yeah. So it's not like every episode has to be 100% perfect or, you know, like you don't have to sell in every episode either, you know, and that all goes back to being authentic, right? So your podcast serves a purpose to solve a pain point. Do you see people do kind of like a combo of something that they're passionate about, like personally? And comboing it in with what they're doing with their like business podcast, or was that is that too like broad? So if you wanted to have like, for example, like you have your business podcast, can you do one off episodes that are kind of like maybe not as much about like your business and things like that? I mean, I would keep it like as long as it like it could relate back to it type of thing. Yeah. As long as it as long as it like relates back or as long as that person is still going to find interest. Yeah, it's fine. But that's where you start losing people if it's like Not totally it. off the rocker, right? Yeah. But if, cause, and I, I struggle with this, like literally to this day, I'm like, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. My podcast is called Moms Who Podcast, but I like talking about SEO and blogging and show it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, does that fit? But then I had to realize it does fit because I'm going to make it fit because yeah. Moms Who Podcast, they have a business. They're probably using show it. They're probably wanting to blog and all these other things. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I'm like, Okay, so on my other podcast, I released an episode called the title was roughly like 
Are you tired of hearing no in your online business? Do you keep getting ghosted by clients? You need Mm -hmm. to hear this. And it was just a motivational message. Yeah. And I feel like they would still get, if I posted that episode or if I published that episode on Mom's Two Podcast, they would still find value because they're a mom in business and they've probably been ghosted before. Mm -hmm. And maybe they need to hear that message. Maybe that was an episode somebody needed to hear. So it might not. And that episode specifically, I like using this as an example because that episode doesn't really have zero to do with podcasting. It's about running an online business. It's about being ghosted. It's about being told no, but you're running an online business. Like what? That's really discouraging when somebody tells you no. Mm -hmm. So what do you do in those moments? So that's, I want to talk about that stuff too. And so I had to ask myself, does that fit? I think it does. But then I'm like, are other people going to think it fits? I don't know. So, and that's literally the struggle I've had for six months, girl. Is mm-hmm. is that going to fit? But at the end of the day, if that still serves that busy mom for me, yeah. then it fits. So if it still fits your person, 100% post okay. it, publish it. Gotcha. So I hope that all made sense. No, that all does make sense. And no, it's definitely a lot to lots to think about, but lots it, of possible like, is, really good information. It is a lot to think about for sure. This was super, super freaking helpful. And I know I'm gonna lay awake all night tonight thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's like a sign too. Yeah. Especially when you can't stop thinking about it. But yeah, it was so nice talking to you. Thank you. Have a good night. You're welcome. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you feel this blessed you in your business in any way, please share this with a friend who you know would love this. Also, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is the number one way to say thank you and the only way that I know you're loving the show. Plus, it encourages me to keep going. Please don't forget to also follow this podcast by hitting the plus icon up at the top so that you're notified when new episodes are available. Lastly, come on over to our Facebook group where you can get more information about podcasting, get inspired, network, and connect with other podcasting moms. Head to PamelaKrista.com slash community and head to PamelaKrista.com to see how we can work together. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. I'll chat with you soon, friend.